3: god bless football billy gill god bless football mike golick god bless football one and all oh yeah and mike we start with some really really good news today okay really good news demar hamlin think about where we were a week ago and what a scene it was yesterday in buffalo and i want to get your thoughts on that he has been released from the hospital today which is the best news we could possibly get
4: I mean, just amazing. You're right. From where we were a week ago to what is going on now and, and what he is doing is is absolutely positively stunning. It, it It's I mean, when he FaceTimed the the, the players, the Bills, you know, and I mean, I can't even imagine the emotion that went on uh, with that team you know, with that city and with those fans. So that by far is the best news. I mean, he's recovering. And I mean, I, I'll be very interested to see what happens with him next, what he tries to do, where he goes, what. But but I think most importantly, if it's finding out what happened, you know, yeah. what, what the diagnosis was, what actually happened on the field. There's been a lot of thoughts about this and that. So, but but that's the greatest news. I mean, discharge, going back to uh, to, uh, to back home. I mean, just. It's an incredible thing. It, it definitely is the best part of the weekend uh, during the best part of the year, you know, football playoffs, getting ready to start.
3: Yeah. Uh, what'd you make of the scene in Buffalo? It's almost like, like they needed his permission. They needed to hear his voice. The bills almost needed like Josh Allen almost needed wow. to hear his voice and his permission. Like, Hey, get the fuck out there. Go win. Let's go. I'm fine. You know, Well, I
4: mean, cause the one thing that, that I had brought up was you knew they weren't going to reschedule or replay the game, but you had we hadn't heard anything about him yet and you know time keeps going so when you got to last wednesday that's install day so if you still hadn't heard anything you're getting ready for your the last game of your season sure but but they just had meetings and they didn't really practice until they got news that he was getting better you're right almost like okay now we can we can at least you know exhale a little bit because he's going in the right direction and we can actually look at, you know, the game we're, we're about to play. I mean, that's a huge thing. And and one of the good things, again, this is from a football side. It was a division foe. You always know your division foes a little bit better. So it's not like, you know, the, the, the practice every week is, is it's necessary, but not as much when it's a divisional foe, but to not really be able to prepare all that much because you didn't know how he was. So you're right. I think that face, uh, face FaceTime meant so much. And then how about Hines returning the opening Amazing. kick and then right. returning two back? Oh. I mean, absolutely incredible. And we know how crazy those Buffalo fans are and, and just how much they were into it as well. So it, it couldn't have all gone better, quite honestly. And, and, of course, the best news, as we keep mentioning and, and should, is that, that he has been released. And, and now we're just waiting to see, OK, what really happened and, you know, when he's back to normal.
3: Mike, it's sports. It's what we love about it. Yeah, it plays yeah. out right in front of our eyes. It's real. And Like that moment yesterday after what happened to that guy and that team to have the opening kickoff return 95 or 96 yards for a touchdown yeah. – to see Josh Allen's reaction, to see the outpouring of emotion from everyone, the shock on everyone's face. I mean, even DeMar tweeted out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, my yeah. fucking God. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. And, and, it, but and, that's what you love about sports, Mike. That's why we do. love it.
4: And, and, you know, even some of the Bengal players, obviously I'm sure a lot stuck with them because they were there. But T. Higgins, you know, he yeah. was the one involved in the play. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't know how, how what your involvement is, but you know he hit you and he ends up, you know, having to be resuscitated on the field. I mean, so T. Higgins, I mean, I think was just as much a part of the Bills players, you know, waiting to hear some positive news before he could exhale and say, okay, I can kind of get back to what I do now because that, that that is just a lot of breath holding and saying, please, please show us he's going in the right direction. And, and obviously that's what happened.
3: Mike, we wouldn't know as Jet fans, me and Mikey A, what it's like to have a quarterback like Josh Allen or yeah. a leader like Josh Allen. So, no, you wouldn't. Like, like, can you speak to like what it means to a team to have your best player also be an amazing leader and also have the ability to flick the ball 50 yards on the run?
4: Like, <laughs> I mean, listen, when you get it all there, because I've always said leaders on a team, everybody, every team would like their quarterback, to be the captain and the leader, but that's not always the case, right? You know, some just get the C put on their chest, but they're not really leaders. You, you, you shouldn't even have to vote who your team captains are. You just know, right. you know, when time and, and being a captain, isn't in the good times. It's when you need a leadership the most, which guys do you automatically turn to in the locker room? You know, those, those are the leaders. And they sometimes don't have the C on their chest, but you know, uh, Allen does. And so when you get all of that, when you get a guy that's a spokesman for the team like that, and one of the leaders of the team and is as good as he is, you're right. That flicked out. I mean, just incredible. I mean, but we've seen that out of him. The only Achilles heel we've seen out of him this year is five red zone interceptions, you know, which is not good. And when you get to the playoffs, you know, that can cost you. You look at that game they won, two two touchdowns by special teams, two interceptions by the defense, and three touchdowns by Josh Allen. The one blemish was, again, the red zone turnover where it just kind of sticks in the back of your mind a little bit to like, man, if, if, if you pull one of those off, or that happens in the playoffs when it's you lose and you go home, and that happens at the wrong time, Man, oh man, that, that that could be that could be tough. That's the that's the only little thing that sticks in my craw about that as you know, Miami comes to visit them. because remember when they played Miami last time, it was a last second field goal yes. that got them that win when the snow globe started in the fourth quarter.
3: Uh and we'll get to the Dolphins because they have an interesting decision to make as well. But uh, Mikey, yeah, you'll love this conversation yesterday because I'm I'm in the house and I just kind of blurt out my wife's the only one here, right? And I'm like, man, just once. Just once, just one time. And she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, no, nothing. Just once I'd like to have a guy lead my team the way he (laughs) leads their team. And just once I'd like to have a quarterback be able to flick the ball 50 yards. She responds to me, Mike. She says to me, you're looking at him in a way you've never looked at me. And I responded to her, you can't flick the ball 50 yards.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but wait a minute, Stu, wait a minute. And-, and, and again, this has nothing to do with Zach Wilson, but it's about him. But, It's the totality of it. He did flick the ball 50 yards in shorts and a T-shirt when he rolled left on pro day and threw it deep and everybody lost their collective fucking minds. And that that was the time I tweeted out, I'm going, are we serious here? I mean, I like the kid, but oh my God, he's in shorts and a T-shirt. And it's like,
2: you know he was, you know, from Valhalla all of a sudden because right. he did that. It was crazy. See, the problem is that Stu has his height set way too high. I'd settle for somebody that could throw ten <laughs> fucking touchdowns a yeah. year. Yeah. Okay? We had that. I would settle for that. <laughs> we had yeah. that. Yeah.
4: yeah. The problem with the ten <laughs> right. touchdowns is eight interceptions as well. So you right. know it doesn't bode well.
2: <laughs> at least you know, at
4: least Daniel Jones for the Giants doesn't throw a lot of touchdowns, but he doesn't throw a lot of interceptions. So right. that's a yeah. good thing. And that dude made himself some money
3: this year uh mike you would speak obviously you'll be able to speak better to this than we will uh it just feels like buffalo is going to be a tough out a because they were already good before all this happened but now you're (laughs) playing with human emotion and playing for a guy and a purpose and it just feels like the dolphins going up there we'll see what happens uh after that but it feels like they're just going to be really difficult to beat
4: Oh, I think they are. I mean, I, yeah. I look at I look at three teams, and then I look at a drop off. I look at the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals, right. and those three. I think one of the, one of those teams is, is going to come out of the AFC, and then I see a bit of a drop off. You know, the Chargers were playing well toward the end of the year. Why the hell? They were playing all their starters as long as they did in that game they lost. And then Mike Williams gets hurt when they're locked into their position. I have no idea. Play right. a couple of series, play a half, whatever, and then be done with it. So uh, but I think those three teams um are are it. And and I think they're all going to be a tough out because Cincinnati's doing what they did last year, is peaking at the right time. Kansas City is Kansas City because you have Mahomes and the Bills, they're right there knocking on the door. You yes. know, this is their opportunity to be cashing in while, they, while their window is open. As I used three cliches right in a row there.
3: I loved it, and I noticed all three of them. Yeah. I wanted you to try to weave a fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> I you to try to weave a fourth one in there. We'll get to the college game. We'll get to we'll get to Cliff Kingsbury, who was fired. We're going to have Austin Eckler on right after you, Mikey A. We have to ask uh, Eckler about what he thought about Staley keeping his starters in because Mike's right. It's ludicrous when you have that. Now, Tom Coughlin did it, and Belichick used to do it. Some do it. Some do it. Yeah uh Coughlin swears by it he's like I ain't sitting yeah. my guys I don't care yeah. we gotta get ready for the playoffs but that's Tom Coughlin uh yeah. but we have to ask Eckler if he had a problem an issue with Stanley and knowing Eckler the way we now know him Mikey a, what do you think he's gonna say because my guess is he will give us an honest answer that's for sure my guess is he he'll have a little answer. issue with
2: it uh, I don't know I mean I asked him last week do you want to rest or do you want to play And he was very adamant he wants to play so yeah. we'll see what he says Mike, you can't
3: ask the players, right? you got to take it out of their hands, right? No, players always say they want to play. Though in those
4: situations, they're going to say publicly they want to play, but privately, I'm sure they're like, man, I hope the (laughs) coach knocks on my door and says, you know what, we're going to sit you this week. Oh, no, coach, I really want to play. No, no, it's best for the team we sit you. Okay, then I'll sit.
3: (laughs) Right, and fans who are against it, I don't think people realize, and Austin does a great job of describing how much his body hurts every single week, like every week. What's the harm in giving him a week off? Headed into yeah. the playoffs, you're locked in. He's your he's one of your top three players. Like, not what are you gonna, doing? Listen,
4: it's not going to affect his play at right. all. He is he is so versatile, man. Love watching that guy play.
3: I know, but he could use a little rest. I'm telling uh, you, every inch yeah. of his body hurts at this at this point of the uh, at this point of the season. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury fired, Mike. What were your? Uh, I think we all knew it was coming. Oh, yeah, uh, and I fully expect Kingsbury once he gets away from the NFL five months from now. To be much better looking than he is now, because he he gained weight. You could see the stress all over him. Oh, now yeah. we could just go back to being Cliff Kingsbury again. Okay? I mean,
4: you saw this happening when, especially when the you know our, we already knew things weren't great there. Then the article came out about the communication issues, you know, with with Kyler Murray, and you knew Kingsbury was going to lose that battle because they paid. If they hadn't paid Murray that money, then you wonder what direction it was going to go. I bet both might have been gone, but you got rid of. Uh, or you paid him his money, did you, do, Murray? So he's the guy uh, for good or bad, you know. And I know some think either you know it can be both sides of that. I I think it goes back to there's a lot of people that wondered in the beginning, you know. And at some point, you just had to let it go because it was done. He was hired, but he was a losing coach in college.
3: Yes, he was. And, and,
4: but he had that system that was becoming popular in the NFL, so he he was brought on there. And I think just another thought process to college coaches coaching in the NFL. We keep saying, name one that's been great at both. And we keep saying, Pete Carroll won a national title, Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl. Jimmy Johnson won a national title, Jimmy Johnson won a couple of Super Bowls. And then it stops. We can't really name anybody else who's been that successful in college and the pros. And and we've had numerous amounts that have tried it. That's why I think you're, you're, you're almost safer going with the Young, upcoming um, coordinators, you know, and giving them the shots. That's why we're seeing 35, 36-year-old head coaches, 40-year-old head coaches, 32-year-old coordinators. That's kind of the way we're going now because – and it's not like it's going to stop. Guys are still going to get hired from college to be head coaches in the NFL, but the track record is horrible.
3: Right. Right. Uh, one of them is Jim Harbaugh, but he's been in the NFL. Like right. He's, exactly. right. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that he'll a be couple back. Plays away NFL. from winning a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Uh, you think? You think Harbaugh's going back? I think eventually
4: he will when the right offer comes along. Yeah. I mean, he, he's doing the right thing, saying I'm I'm with Michigan right now, and you know, and that's probably till an offer he wants to hear comes along. I mean, the guy. So I, I do think eventually he goes back. The guy that's going to break the bank is Sean Payton. Yeah. I mean, and and Denver. Is one to do it? You know the, that that group has money. They just paid what four and a half billion for it. I mean, for for the team to buy it, and I bet they would. Absolutely, they would make Sean Payton. I, it will be a ridiculous number. I think it'll be some absolute like a ten-year, hundred and fifty million dollar deal or something like that. Where four or five years into it, you're going, oh God, what did we do? You
1: know? right. yeah. <laughs> and right. we owe
4: all the, we owe all this money. But he's going to get an incredible offer. So we see it every year. Bunch of jobs open. We see it every year. At least four teams that didn't make the playoffs make the playoffs. I think there were seven this year that didn't make it last year and made it this year. Uh, but Sean Payton will be the the the, the big name um, again, and there's got to be compensation. So what do you get, a first and a second rounder? You probably try to get two first rounders if you're New Orleans and then right. see if you can get a first and a second or or whatever you're going to get. So they're in a nice position. They're going to get something for it all as well. well. What,
3: what Mike is saying is the Saints still on the rights to Sean Payton. So whatever yes. team signs him is going to have to give up something to get him. And I think the deal would be done in Denver already if Sean Payton wasn't holding out hope yeah. that Dak, Pre- yeah. uh, Dak Prescott loses yeah. to Tom Brady the yeah. first round of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I that's agree. The job he won. And,
4: and you know what? Everybody knows it, and everybody knows if the if the Dallas falters, that it's going to cost McCarthy. I mean, every, it's just a matter of where Jerry Jones' line is of how far they need to go in the playoffs to keep Mike McCarthy there. If if not, I mean, you want to talk about throwing money. Oh, my right. God. Yeah, Jerry will pay Sean pretty well.
3: But, but Mike, all three of us agree, right? It's got to be at least one win. Like, there's no scenario in which he survives losing wildcore oh, weekend.
2: Yeah. No, right. no. I, I can't see it. I, I cannot see it at all, no. The only thing I would be a little bit skeptical about uh, Sean Payton at Denver is supposedly in this dream team of coaches he's got is Vic Fangio to be his defensive coordinator, who was just fired as the the head coach in Denver. So you might go, "Mm, does he want to go there and lose out on this great D.C. if it means I don't get to bring him?
3: Mike Mike can speak to this, but I think if Sean Payton agrees to be your head coach and he wants to bring Fangs back, he can bring Fangs back. But
4: does Fangs want to go? Well, Well, yeah, but you know what? Different ownership, though, right? Different ownership than than when Fangio was there, Uh, whether that makes a difference or not. But, uh, yeah, that would would be an interesting little fly in the ointment there.
3: Yep. Mike, the Dolphins have an interesting decision. Now, if Tua is cleared, he's had three or four concussions, right? (laughs) You're sending him cold-weather plays, hard field. People are questioning whether Tua knows how to fall correctly. He's (laughs) not a great scrambler. Um, And if you truly cared about Tua and the kid, you would probably not play him. That's from a team standpoint. The fans, they want Tua to play. Because what they saw, A, their team is better with Tua. B, the last time they went to Buffalo, they had a lead in the fourth quarter with Tua. So they think they have a chance of beating, Dolphin fans do, of beating Buffalo and Buffalo because they've seen it. So I'm interested in your thoughts here. Like, what are the Dolphins, if he is medically cleared, and I think he will be, what do you do in this day and age if you're the Dolphins, knowing if you care about the kid, what do you do, Mike, knowing he's had three or four concussions already this year and you're putting him in a very dangerous spot? What do you do? I I, I let him play. You play him.
4: Yeah. yeah, I let him play. I mean, this is the profession. What 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 coaches will do is they're not doctors. They'll lean on the medical staff. The medical staff okays it, whether, whether he has to go through independent as well. I don't know the entire procedure, but – Let me put it this way. If there's any question, he sits. If he's close, but almost kind of there, not there yet, he sits. But if he's been cleared for a bit, and I don't know that, but he's been cleared, he wants to go play, and I'm the coach. Because I've talked to so many coaches who, who, when you talk about something like this, they're like, listen, it's not even a discussion until he's medically cleared. And I know what everybody's saying, just what you said, if you care about the kid, you'll hold him out. Well, I mean – This is what we do for a living. We get hurt when we play this sport. And then we wait for the doctor to say, you're fine now, go back on the field. And the toughest part, quite honestly, is the mental aspect of it, of us trusting what injury we had that's healthy enough. The doctor said it's healthy enough, but then we have to go perform on the field. You have to get over that hump. Two is going to want to play. I get it. But I mean, so... I, and I guess there's part of me that understands giving the entire offseason everything to heal up, but he's missed some time. If he's cleared it, if he's if he's gone through all the protocols, I, I put him on the field. People want right. to call me a horrible person for that? I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you this is why you have doctors. You have right. doctors to check on your stuff to be cleared. You have protocols to be cleared unless you don't think the protocols are enough and those need to change. We already know they change on game day. But if he's 100% and been perfectly cleared to play, I play him.
3: Uh, by the way, I am reporting, okay, that Cliff Kingsbury is going to Michigan. Just, I'm just like – I heard from a friend, okay? <laughs> Could you
4: imagine Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury's <laughs> offense in Michigan? You know, the running three-yard cloud of dust, tough defense, and all of a sudden, you know, you got Kingsbury running that offense? Yeah, I, I don't
3: think so. Uh, I think this is the way – I think if, if Dallas loses, I think Sean Payton goes to Dallas – I think Jim Harbaugh goes to Denver. That would be my. Uh, that would be my. Not
2: prediction. Indianapolis.
3: No, no. I mean, would you? Cho- I-, I would still choose what I saw in the last four games of Russell Wilson was actually pretty decent. So well, I saw some signs there. I would also, go Denver. Also,
4: you have a you have a heck of a defense in Denver. Now right. they they were faltering a little more the last few weeks of the season, but so much has been put on their shoulders all year. For the most part, they were a really really good defense all year. Yep.
3: They were. Uh, Mike, what do you make of Sean McVay possibly stepping down? I,
4: I just, I, I like when we talked about this last year, remember people said he's going to step away and Aaron Donald's retired. I said, no way either one is happening. No way. Um, and and it, I, I guess I'll put it this way. He's young, but he's been in it a while. Is he burnt out already? And I would say this. If he does leave, it's going to be for that year or two to do media and then he'll go back to head coaching. Do I think he if he leaves he's done coaching? Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely positively not. He will coach. And I don't even know if he'll miss next year. I, I If you give tell me you want a percentage, my percentage is higher. He'll be back coaching next year. The next percentage will be, if he doesn't, it'll be for a year or two tops, and he'll be back coaching again.
3: Even if it's three years, Mike, he's done enough and proven enough where if he does that and then steps back, you know, wants to coach again, teams will line up to hire without him, question. right? Yeah. Without, without question. Yes. And yes.
4: With not, even, not even a thought.
3: Okay. Um, It's interesting. It is. What What'd you make of uh, of the Lions finishing out the season? We'll get to Aaron Rodgers in just a second. If you don't love Dan Campbell and how fucking hard that team plays for Dan Campbell, I was so impressed. I've been impressed with the Lions all year. But to play in a game that means nothing, freezing cold weather, means nothing to them, everything to Green Bay, and come out and play the way they play. They play hard, Mike. They play for their coach, and I love watching them play.
4: Well, you know, it, it's it's interesting. that That's a game I called. And after the game, uh, we talked to Amon Ross St. Brown uh, on the field after the game. And I asked him. I said, because I, I go down on the field all the time before a game to talk to players, coaches. Guys, I went down on the field before that game, and nobody was out there because they were both teams were in the locker room watching the game. Now, Green Bay knew already if they won, they were in. But for Detroit, nobody was on the field because they were watching that game. It was just ending as we were about 45 minutes or so. Like before overtime. Yeah. But but yeah, exactly. So they were all watching that. So I asked St. Brown, I said, What did Dan say to you after that happened? And then right before you went out on, on, on the field. And he said, quite honestly, nothing. He said he said everything he needed to say Saturday night to us that. You know what? We might be playing for a playoff spot. We may not be playing for a playoff spot. Either way, we're going to play our asses off. And Dan Campbell, what Dan was going to do, either way, and he'll do it still, and if they lost and and played bad, he'd have done it. He will take this tape, highlights from this game because they won it, and he will show this team that tape next year when they're getting ready to start the season and say, look at you guys. You had nothing to play for. No playoffs to play for, and you went out there and you kicked ass. He'll use that as a, as a continuing motivational tool for the way he wants his guys to play. They have a, a young offense that, for the, mo- for the most part, was one of the top-scoring offenses in the league all year. They have a defense. Statistically, they didn't rank very well, but they had five big-time contributing rookies on that defense. They set a sack record, an NFL sack record for rookies. Combined rookies, they ended up with 20 and a half sacks. That's an NFL record. Tennessee had 19 with their rookies in 1999. Detroit beat that. You know, so they have guys that can rush. They have linebackers that can tackle that were rookies and DBs. Kirby Joseph had two interceptions against... Uh, um, Rodgers in the first game and one on Sunday night as well. He had three in the two games as a rookie against Aaron Rodgers. The arrow is so pointing up on them, and Dan Campbell is a huge reason for it.
3: And they have two first round picks is Mikey as Mikey A. Yeah, out here yeah how great is that? Uh, yeah, they're looking good. That golf trade worked out, man. Yeah, I'd uh, say it is. It is. It is crazy. Have we seen the last of Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay?
4: I, uh, you know what? I, I don't think so. Um, I really don't. And and I mean, I know you have to ask the obligatory question after the game and and you're no way, no way anybody's deciding right there. You know, he said exactly what players do. You have to let the emotion get out of it. And he, he said, I'm still raw after this game. You need the emotion to settle down. But he also said, I know there's a deadline. You don't want to hold your team hostage. Free agency is in March. So you, you, want to, you want to find that sweet spot where you're going to let the team know what you're going to do. And he was kind of being nice saying it's going to be mutual. And basically, Matt LaFleur Floor was saying, I expect to have him back, but that's up to Aaron. You know, Aaron's going to make that decision. Right. Um, I, I have a feeling that he's going to come back. I would be surprised if he retired. I don't know if he has a real, uh, you know, hankering to play anywhere else or where else he would go that still – because I still – Is anybody buying into Minnesota that they're going to do anything in the playoffs? So I still think, you know, you have a good shot in that division, though Detroit is coming along in that division. But I'll go to the percentage thing again. You asked me to say – I'll say – I'll put my percentage higher that he is coming back to Green Bay.
2: Vegas.
3: He's going to Vegas. That's where I think he's going, yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) listen – I think he planted Devontae Adams there, Mike. I did.
4: Reunited with Devontae Adams. How about Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs doesn't get – his fifth-year option picked up, and all he does is rush for over 1,500 yards. They're the first duo, I think, since um, Marvin Harrison and Edger and James to have a rusher and a receiver over 1,500 yards. So their offense, you know, is powerful. Their defense is a little suspect. It was a little head-scratching why they didn't do so well uh, this year, but that would be a heck of a landing spot, though. You know, you have some offensive firepower.
3: Uh, if Lovey Smith indeed knew he was getting fired after the game and said, you know what, you're going to fire me, here's a win, no first overall pick, would that be the greatest win in the history of coaching?
4: It would be great, and I don't buy it at all. There's there's not a coach out there that is going to try and lose a game. Management can control that. We see it in basketball by controlling the roster and giving you inferior players that you'll probably lose with. Players aren't going to play to lose. Coaches aren't going to coach to lose. Uh, and certainly, they weren't going to tell him to lose because then we got a whole Brian Flores situation, Shit. you know, with the Dolphins again. So
3: I think it went without saying, Mike. They fired him 45 minutes after oh, the game. There's no <laughs> doubt they
4: wanted him to lose. So going for the two pointer was was awesome. But but I, I think I think truly, if he was the co- going to was solid as the coach of that team and was going to be the coach, I think he have gone for the two pointer anyway.
3: All right. Uh, That would have been dumb, though, but you're right. (laughs) But I think I agree with you Uh, quickly. I said today on the show that this is the greatest set of quarterbacks top to bottom. We've seen in any playoff conference in the history of the NFL. And I'm talking about the AFC. when when the seventh best quarterback is possibly Tua, you have a good seven quarterbacks, Mike. And
4: the great thing about it is, you know, they're young, right? So you're going to see them for a while. You're going to yes. see a lot of passing yards for a while. And yeah. these guys, you know, because we always talked about the the braiding and manning always going against one another in the AFC. Well, you have some great matchups here. You know, you have you have four right off the top of your head with with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and Herbert. So they're all going to be playing one another all the time. So I, I think that's fantastic for the game.
3: Your boy, Doug Peterson, was on the show a couple of weeks ago. We get to the playoffs. They acted like they won a Super Bowl. They didn't. They just won the division, but that means a lot in Jacksonville, Mike. But boy, you did feel good for your buddy there, man.
4: It, I did, and it does. But, man, I mean, they were not doing well in that game. The first no. lead they took was when they scooped the fumble to get the lead to win the game. Yeah. So it was a little surprising because Tennessee, you know, was – what, what playing their third string quarterback you know I, I was i was a little surprised i thought they would have a better showing but bottom line is again this ain't college there isn't 13 people ranking you you know this is win and get in so now everybody's record goes to zero and zero everybody's got an equal shot out, outside of, you know the home teams have may have a bit of an advantage and here you go let's see what jacksonville can do but i i think Detroit is a team that'll be in like the position Jacksonville's in this year. We're making the playoffs. I think Detroit could have a good
3: shot to do that next year. Billy, what's happening on your television right now?
5: Well it's the it's today's it a national championship game and Nick yeah. Saban is there on site. Oh man, he looks great. Nick Saban does. <laughs> Except, the only thing, though, is he seems to have, and I don't know, Sugats, if you can see it or find it, he seems to have those shoes, like those loafers that have, like, the tassels at the top of it, which yeah. is, like, yeah. strange because he's wearing a blue suit and, like, a pink tie, but, oh, man, Nick Saban.
4: Billy, that, that's, that's our era. That's yeah. our era. Yes. Those, those kind of shoes. Taxes. How long? Yeah. How long do you yeah.
5: think he's had those shoes for? Oh, probably twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Longer, yeah. I'd say. Just yeah. take them even longer. Yeah.
4: You know what they do? They're comfortable and they fit well. So I'm sure it's like, why the hell do I need a new pair?
3: Think right. Every Te- couple Ms. of years, his wife tries to throw them out. And yeah. He was like, not yeah. those. No, <laughs> not <laughs> those.
5: Yeah. I was just gonna ask you. Do you think Miss Terry tries to get rid of them, or she takes them over to the cobbler to have them like Nick? You're gonna be on TV. No. Let's make them at least presentable. Oh, she
4: wants to. She wants to get rid of them and get him new ones, but he just he'll always default back to them and put them on because they're comfortable. I I, I agree. I'm the same way, man. Just give me some comfort. I don't really give a shit how I look. I want to be comfortable.
3: Hmm. Uh, Mike, how do you feel? Uh, you're right, Mike. You're right. Just, I just want, at this stage in life, I just want to be comfortable. I don't yep. care. Laugh at me all you want; doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, listen, you think there's one more game left to be played? It's Georgia. It's TCU tonight. Billy and I will tell you. Uh, and Chris Cody, if he were here, there is a there are two more games to play. The winner of tonight has to play Alabama. Hmm. <laughs> I mean,
4: so, <laughs> <laughs> listen, this will all be taken care of once they expand the playoffs. Alabama will then be in it every year. I so know. they can have their two losses and still still win the title.
5: <laughs> do you have a rooting interest, Mike? Like do you want to see no, TCU no. win just he wants for the a good story? Game.
4: Yeah, I I I think Stu's exactly right. I yeah. I just want a good game. Uh cuz that's all I want when I'm calling a game is a good game to have and right. that's what I want to see here. I want, I want to see a good game. I I fear this one can get away from TCU, but TCU can score some points. So I actually will pick Georgia to win, but I'm not I'm not you know, I'm, I I want the 12. I, I don't think they're beating him by more than – I think it was a 12, 12 and a half right in yeah, that area there. Yeah, 12 and a half, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: I think TCU winning, though, would be better for all the, you know, expansion defenders and the people that said, hey, let's get a T- – because we used to see this all the time with Oregon, right, before they even had the college football playoffs. we like, oh, Oregon can win the national championship. It's like, no, they can't.
4: Yeah, but but it doesn't matter because the, the it, we're already expanding. Yeah, so but – TCU getting smoked isn't going to change that. So they're still going to expand. But I get what you're saying. Let's get somebody new to it, not Georgia, not Clemson, not Alabama, not Ohio State. So I do think if you don't have a a dog in the fight, I do think people will be rooting for TCU. People always root for the underdog.
3: I think it's going to be a close game. I think Georgia will win, just like you. I think it'll be a very, very close game. And, all like, people are going to see TCU tonight for the first time this season. They're going yes, to yes. see it for You're the first right. time. You're and right. I'm telling you, when they're down 21 nothing, they've got you right where they want exactly you. Right. <laughs> exactly
4: right. Exact. Don't turn the channel. Don't right. say, well, this one's over, because all of a sudden it'll be 21-17. Then, oh, right. my God, they'll be up 24-21, and we got ourselves a ball game, and the game ends up 46-44. Right. <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Well, like Or they'll just come out and beat you because yeah. they're physically they're imposing. They are. It's weird. It, the, my, my larger point is whether they go down three touchdowns or up three touchdowns, just about every game they play this year has been a close game. Like yeah, they're going to be exactly in the right. game. You know? That's exactly right. They, yeah. They'll be
4: in the game. Uh, yeah. they, they really will. So I, I am looking forward to it. And I just, you know, let, let's just hope the lights aren't too bright for them.
3: Yep. Yeah. Uh, but you do think Georgia will win, right?
4: I do think Georgia is going to win. Yeah, I, I, I do. I right. I, I, yeah, I just think they're the better team. Um, it won't be the greatest upset of all time by any stretch if TCU hmm. pulls it off, but I just think Georgia overall is better for 60 minutes.
3: Stetson Bennett's not an NFL quarterback, is he? Is that uh, I? I
4: do not think so. No, okay. I do not think he is.
3: So no. back-to-back I, I, national championships at the age of 29, and then go run Daddy's hedge fund. I mean, I mean, what a, look, what
4: look, look at look at some of the former Alabama quarterbacks before we had Jalen Hurts and, and Tua. You know who have won national championships and they don't go on to do anything in the right. NFL. You know, yeah. I mean, they just so I I I don't think Bennett is is the NFL. I, now again, when I say this, people think, oh, you hate him. I would love nothing more to come on in two years and say, man, was I wrong about that guy? I'd like right. everybody to do well, but I sure. just I, I I don't I don't see it.
3: Uh, Mike, yeah, you made that joke about the Jets, but I'll tell you this: if they had Stetson Bennett for the Patriot game, they would have won that game. So, I
2: mean, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If they had me, they might have won
3: that one. That's a good point. Uh, all right, Mike, we uh, we missed you last week. Uh, we're glad you're back. Glad you're doing well. Enjoy the national championship game tonight. We'll. Uh, We'll get more to the NFL, the yeah. wild card, the super wild card weekend, which me and Billy love. It's love not it. just a wild card weekend. Not, no, no, a no. super wild card That's weekend. That's just
4: like you can't call the, the, the first round of the NCAA tournament in basketball the playing games. You have to call it the first round. Right. You can't call this wild card weekend. It's super <laughs> wild card weekend. woo <laughs>
3: i got to tell you, it makes me more excited for it. It does. Does yeah. it? Does it? Oh. All right. oh, God. But we'll get into the games later this week, yeah. and we have a new game. We're going to debut with you. Oh, Would God. you be shocked? Oh. <laughs> Come on. Just tell me, it should, again.
4: Just tell me, should I drink before that?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm right. going to all right. I just assume yeah. you drive before every time. Yeah, you that's a good
4: get point. I've, I've been trying to hold off.
3: All right, <laughs> uh, enjoy the game tonight. I'm with all you. Right. I think Georgia was a close one. Like, God all bless right. football,
4: God bless football, especially college football tonight. Uh, uh, Notre Dame,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years, one thing that hasn't. The great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. I have been enjoying ice-cold Miller Lights for as long as I can remember. In fact, I enjoyed some over the weekend. As the Knicks beat the Sixers in advance of the second round, me and my friends, we sat around, we celebrated. With ice-cold Miller Lights, what did we do? We made fun of Joel Embiid. Oh, I love it, the Knicks. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Light has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Light delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash
1: What's up,
0: fellas? What's up, man? I just want to let you know tonight? I was in Colorado and someone was yelling at me when I got off the bus. Yeah, God bless football. Eckler. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> so I thought uh, y'all we- would appreciate
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Uh, we're also, we're sorry. We're- <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Were are like, oh, man, look at this little show I'm on. It's got some no, reach. I was Come like, look, reach. these guys these guys are making an impact. That's awesome, man. <laughs> How are the downloads on the app doing? Uh, did my threats work or no? Yeah,
0: you definitely uh, boosted it up. Yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of people in there. God bless football all over the place. So, uh, yeah, you have a very loyal fan base. Well done.
3: How are you feeling today, man?
0: Oh, uh, it depends. Depends on you, you know, if you want the real answer or this the let's move on answer. <laughs> uh, I, I would
3: love the real answer. Uh if you don't mind. I feel like shit. <laughs> That's okay. <I> feel terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you feel like shit? Why do you feel terrible? Because uh I just played 17 games in the NFL. Um and that kind of has a toll on your body, right? Like I said before, you'd really never have time to heal. Um and so kind of Things just linger, right? Things just linger, and that's that's what it is. And we're going into playoffs, so the mind has to take over now.
3: Is that the big difference from I guess once you get past seventeen? Get at what point in the season does the mind have to take over? Is it always the playoffs, or is it just <laughs> from the, from the end very of the beginning? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> from the very beginning. But at the very beginning, you're not as physically beat down, and now right. I'm I'm definitely physically beat down. Um, but still know I have to go, you know, produce at a high level.
5: Would things be different for you had you taken the week off? Like knowing you're headed into the playoffs, let's just kind of rest and kind of give ourselves a bye week here. Like, cause you told us you're not programmed to do that. Like if you can play, you're going to play, but would you maybe be feeling better headed into the playoffs? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's just, there's always going to be, you know, um,
0: a better feeling in your body when you have more rest, um, which is, I get it. But, hey, I signed up for 17, so guess what I got? 17. You <laughs> well, we got a bonus this year, though. <laughs> <And> a bonus, <laughs> which comes but, with bonuses, too. So it's, it's not, you know, totally a, a waste of body.
3: It's a, it's a good and fair question by Billy because your coach, Brandon Staley, is getting a lot of heat for playing you guys when you were already locked into your playoff position. But when we spoke to you last week, you wanted to go. You wanted to play. You wanted to go for 20. Mike Williams got hurt. It looks like he's going to be fine for this week's game. The X-rays were negative there. Uh, but he. But Brandon Staley is finding himself defending himself today. Um, do you defend your coach? Like, he did what he did. Do you
0: defend it? or? Look, like I said, I'm going to play. It's his decision. He's going to right. have to defend that one. I honestly, I don't know. I, like, I don't know. Do you sure. rest your guys? Because we got pulled out in the fourth quarter. Right. Right. You know, so it's like it seems like there was some type of discussion about resting guys, but maybe he wanted us to, you know, stay game ready as far as, as far as being fresh, you know, not having too much of a break. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't know the the uh, reasoning behind playing us for three quarters. Um, you know, like I said, I would have played the whole game if if it was asked upon me, obviously. But um, I don't know. I'm curious to see what he says today. Um, I don't think he'll say anything. we th- think we're moving on. But Good to go. Get on to Jacksonville.
3: I think your coach is going to defend himself at all costs. And I'm not saying I would do anything differently, but it's okay once in a while. to say that you're
0: wrong. Like, right. (laughs) Was he wrong? Was he right? I I don't know. I mean, who's, who is that to justify? I don't know. Is he trying to keep us fresh and ready, you know, to play in the game? So we're not rusty. Uh, Like, There's a whole bunch of different scenarios that you could play out. Uh, Obviously, health is a big um, part of this game. and whoever's healthy and available is, you know, one of the probably has the better chance of winning. Um, And so putting it at risk, I could see why you would say, what is he doing? I can also see why you would justify or he would justify playing this as well. So how is
3: he with player input, Austin? Like, like, especially amongst the captains on the team, like, will he listen to you guys? If you were to go to him yesterday and say, coach, my body's exhausted, like enough, we're locked in here sit the starters would he would he listen to you not that you would say that i'm just wondering how he is with players yeah
0: i think i think as a as a head coach there's a line that you draw where you're willing to take input or not um i think you listen but i think at some point you know you're going to make the end decision and based off of what your reasoning is and all the information that you have gathered if we went and said that to him if it was multiple people Maybe there would be some input, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like at that decision, whether you're playing people or not, is I think that's in his control, um, in his control only, really. Which what is, I mean, uh,
3: which, is. as one of the leaders and captains of the team, what's what's your message to the team? Whether you already delivered it or whether you're you're gonna gonna deliver yeah. it today? What's the message yeah, heading yeah, into yeah. My a message Saturday is- playoff game?
0: is like, look, man, this is, this is where champions are made. This is where the legacy is, is instilled in your story, right? Like, like I just said, I feel like I feel like trash for man. My body is beat up, but I cannot wait to go and grind and get out there and freaking just get after it, man. Like my mental is kicking in hardcore right now. And that's what we need. We need our guys to, Hey, everyone's beat up at this moment. Everybody is, but this is what separates, you know, the champions from the guys that had good runs and were good players, right? It's, it's the mental part bringing it to the game, to the week for preparation and going out there and getting it done, right? We got to win. We got to win. That's how, that's what's going to continue to write our legacy. And so it starts with the mental i said the mental has got to kick in and it does because our bodies are all beat up so that's the message this week
5: i absolutely love that because you have me like looking forward to getting on a cross-country flight to jacksonville <laughs> on a short week to play football <laughs> and and no one wants not, to go to jacksonville I mean, it's incredible <laughs> and i'm yes, sure you can, you, you've now convinced yourself like this is a revenge game for you guys austin like you lost to them earlier in the season like there's a lot on the line in this game i love this
0: everything's on the line bill everything. everything yes everything <laughs> <laughs> it's win or go home it's win or go home it's it's oh are the Chargers good enough to make a playoff run it's um how good are the Chargers in the playoffs you know herbert austin like all the all of our guys our coaching staff so much is on the line man so you gotta bring it man like i need every ounce of anything you got left and uh yeah it's gonna be sick
3: I gotta be honest, if it's uh if it's winter go back to LA. I'm not certain it depends on the city. I mean
0: (laughs) <laughs> LA will always be there. <laughs>
3: Playoff opportunities won't. <laughs> what do you see in this Jacksonville uh, team? Uh, have you watched any film? You played them, obviously. Yeah, I watched uh, the
0: I watched the last game against uh, the Titans. Man, they look they look like they're on a roll. Like their receivers are going. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going. Um, the defense is making big plays that are impacting the game. So it's it's going to be a fight. Like all teams, like all you know, games are. This is going to be no different. You know, it's just the stakes are heightened.
3: But I imagine this propels you, right? Like it's your second time in the postseason, so as so as exhausted as you are, as physically beat up as you are right now at this point in the season, that's got to propel you, right? Like you I, I hear you. You can't wait to get on the jet, get to Jacksonville, you got a playoff game. like that that helps the pain a little bit, doesn't it? No.
0: <laughs> but it helps me it helps me reason that it's worth it more no
3: it's such a great answer what's hurting well I'm, you know what it's funny it's just on the me we are getting you right after a game which is usually not the case so like, what's the, like Monday, Tuesday? What's the difference? Like, you're really in pain today, man. Yeah,
0: man. So like, both my wrists, like as a running back, your forearms just get destroyed throughout the season. And then I got hit. I got a helmet to the back yesterday. That is definitely the thing that's the worst right now. And my neck, after pretty much every game, is sore from just getting hit in the head and just you know having the helmet around and getting thrashed around. Um, my knees still a little swollen for whatever reason. Um, and so that's just the typical. Typical uh, day after a game, and that's kind of stuff that lingers around, right? It's just week after week, if something will get better, then you know, two other things will pop up. So that's what I'm dealing with now. Have you had surgeries before? How many surgeries have you had before? I've only had one surgery on my shoulder, um, so I've been yeah, definitely uh, blessed to not have. It. How many do you think you need? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I don't know. I have my, so I broke my ribs back in 2008 or 2018. Yeah. And like, so now like at the end of my rib and the cartilage, it's like balled up right here. So I can't sleep on my right side because it's like, there's like a jab, it's like jabbing me. Like my, I'm sleeping on my like rib. That's like kind of balled up like my collarbone right here. See how it's like balled up. I broke this a while back. Jeez. And so that's what's happened to my rib. And so imagine sleeping on that on your stomach. It's just like poking into me. So I'll probably get that shape down at some point in my life. Um, and then I just kind of want to get a full body scan, you know, whenever, just to see what the heck's wrong with my body. Because I know there's something probably that needs to fix, too. Yeah. <laughs>
5: just whenever. whenever I'd I be worried that about you. that, honestly. Like, I, I don't want to know all the problems that I right. really have I, going I'm on.
3: I'm totally with Billy. Like, the full body scan and MRI at this point in my life. I'm 50, Austin. Scares the daylights out of
0: me. Yeah. <laughs> You know? but why does it scare you? Because you know that you might need
3: something fixed, which is exactly
0: why you should do it.
3: Yeah, well, I'm not the healthiest person uh, in the world, and so just yeah. anyone looking at I don't know what's yeah. in there. You know, <laughs> I'd rather not know. The fact know, that you know? it scares
0: you lets me it's know. Stark probably get it done.
3: <laughs> 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 Wait, so what do you do when you're like? I was telling you, Jason Taylor last week, like, would have to go find a spot on his stairwell yeah. to get comfortable just so he could sleep. So with that shoulder, collarbone, like, yeah,
0: how are so you sleeping? I sleep on- If I sleep on that side, I always have to have like a pillow underneath my side. On that side, I'm not sleeping on the stairwell. That is, I don't know what that is. (laughs) But he was finding a pressure point. That's all. It's Just something that would take the pain of it. I can usually never sleep after games because I literally am just like rolling over. Ow, 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 and it's yeah, it's it's not great. So I usually go to bed like 2 a.m. after games and it's broken sleep.
2: Is it important for you to like take the day off and just kind of veg out, or is it important for you to start watching film and? Stuff like that. Like, how do you spend today? Uh, both. both. For me,
0: my off days are filled with all of my off-seat, like, out of football stuff, you know, with the experience, foundation, all this stuff. Um, so it's good to get away just mentally and then kind of reset. Uh, I think we definitely get really burned out if we didn't have you know like a day and a half off like we do um typically and so yeah it's good to get away just like get your mind off of it you know because there's we obviously we lost um so that's like stressful and so being around the guys right away is just like oh that feeling right like right right as soon as i go into the building tomorrow that feeling of like ah like damn like it's just it's just like zombies like the energy's like gosh like we freaking should have won the game
5: even Um, headed into a playoff game
0: losing sucks man and when you get <laughs> when you are in a scenario where it is your job to play at the highest competitive you know um, standard and you have a p- team with the potential to yeah yeah it's still mm, mm, still bites at you like it doesn't it doesn't just go, it fade away really fast it takes a couple of days like we'll, we'll eventually move out of it obviously we got playoffs still coming up so that's exciting but yeah that stuff lingers
3: Austin, it's interesting, and I think we discussed this. So the Jaguars won their division, but they were 9-8. Uh, you were 10-7. Like, I feel like Jacksonville should be flying to you.
0: Do you? Yeah, it's, you know, it's weird. It's weird with the the seedings where, you know, you could potentially even have, like, a team, you know, that's even. Well, I guess not even because have 17 games anymore, you know, but, like, with right. a barely winning record, get in. Um, and that's just—I mean—that's how it goes, you know. Um, that's how the the brackets are set. It is—it is what it is. I can't control that.
3: Like the twelve and five Cowboys going to the eight and nine Buccaneers. It's yeah, like, like <laughs> what? Is, yeah, come on. Yeah, they have a losing record and they're in the playoffs. Like, and they're hosting a playoff game. <laughs> right, right. Like,
0: seems a little twisted for sure. For sure. But
3: you would change that if you
0: could change that. You you would you would probably would you? Would I change that? Yeah. Hmm. I, I think I think that's worth a change. I do, too. I think it's worth a change, you know, because it's like, sure, you won your division. But if your division was really weak um, and someone else had a better record than you on that side of the bracket, then it's like I feel like they should be hosting. They should have a higher ranking than you.
3: Were you able? I agree. Uh, I think I think that's totally fair. Like I would get rid of the divisions, just top seven records, one through seven. Hmm. We talked last week a little bit about, like, no fan base should be complaining about anything just because of what happened in Buffalo um, in terms of home field advantage, AFC championship game. The NFL came out with their plan, neutral playing field, AFC championship game in some scenarios. The Bengals are upset about it. Um, should they shut up, or do they have a right to be upset about it?
0: <laughs> oh, you're, you're walking the tightrope there. Like It's like, how do you, you know... How do you plan for an event that is, you that's know, that's never
3: happened before? Exactly,
0: it's right. never happened, and hopefully, never ever happens ever again, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, when you have a scenario like that, like I'm I'm dealing with it in my fantasy leagues too, people's toes are gonna get stepped on. Someone's gonna be upset, and look, rightfully so. Like they might be getting the short end of the stick, and so that's. You know, one of those things where whoever's making the rules, you got to make the rules stick with it and and move on. You know, right. I, like I said, I did my fantasy league. I had some guy that was so hot because I was like, hey, we're gonna use the Bengals and the Bills points from Week 18 um, for the fat. The they're 17, their championship round, and sure. oh. Oh, you can imagine some people are like, well, I should have won right now. And, you yeah. know, so it's like, you can't, you can't please everyone out here. <laughs>
3: no, no. Uh, were you able to catch uh, any of the, of what happened in Buffalo yesterday, whether it was live or, or after the fact,
0: I just saw a couple highlights of uh, Hines just running, you know, some, some uh, returns back. Um, but that was about it.
3: Uh, Goosebump type stuff though. Right.
0: Like yeah, that man. was, it was amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Especially. Yeah. It's the first time they're coming back out since that, since the incident. So, man uh, i'm just glad uh demar's you know making a recovery and that's been a really cool story and it's will continue to um be something to follow that we'll all continue to follow because we're all it just shows man like we're so locked in as in this brotherhood of the NFLPA, as you saw all the respect across the entire league um like that's how tight we really are even though we're out there beating each other up you know at the end of the day man we're all in this league together and all got each other's backs
3: Uh, Billy, I'll be away this weekend, but you're very close to Jacksonville. I mean, we live, you know, five, six hours from Jacksonville. I mean, maybe Austin, you know, your good luck charm. You're a friend of Austin's. Maybe, you know, go to the game. Sure, a little drive up. Yeah, a little drive up to Duval County. Have
5: you been to any games this year? I have not been to any games this year, actually, now that you ask that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a
0: favorite team or anything?
5: I mean, your team, obviously, now is my favorite team. Well, okay. Okay. I don't know if that's... (laughs) I don't know if we're, maybe you're a fan of me. I don't know if you're a fan of the team, though. I don't know. I don't know. I actually, Austin, so I went to He's a the, Dolphins fan. I went to the same college. Oh, as yeah.
0: Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm,
5: I'm a Dolphins fan, but like I, I went to the same college as T.Y. Hilton uh, at the same time. I didn't know him, but we weren't a big college. It's FIU. So we don't produce like a ton of NFL talent. So like I was a Colts fan for a while, just kind of because I was proud of the fact that someone from my college made it to the NFL. Yeah. Um, And then this year I've been the Dolphins fan fan but i have been rooting for you since you've been uh, you know, that. on with us obviously i've been picked actually i have to tell you so we do uh, a daily or a weekly DraftKings pool and i've picked you every week since we started doing this with you and you've been coming up clutch lately like the last couple <laughs> weeks you've been <laughs> yeah, helping man. me win yeah. some money which has been awesome
0: well, good man. I'm glad I was able to cash in for you.
5: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but are you gonna go to the game, Billy? That's what well, I want to know. <laughs> I'll talk to my wife and That's see if, no.
5: if she wants. To. I, it's you know, Austin. It's the all day. good, man.
0: No, hey, hey, no offense, no offense.
5: You'll yeah. learn. You'll learn this. You know, maybe one day once you. I, I have a one and a half year old. I need to now ah. tell my wife, hey you know I may need to go to Jacksonville to support Austin Eckler and then she'll be like well did he ask you to do this did he say hey did he invite you to do this I'll be like no I'm just doing it and then she'll be like no you're not so, that's so I, I don't
0: know if I'll learn that but what I am learning is that kids become the best excuse to get out of best
5: stuff. excuse to get out of <laughs> everything yeah
3: yeah, yeah minor in college well I have no one you know, year old it at sucks. home you know yeah, yeah. yeah. can't do it <laughs> <laughs> I have no excuses anymore, Billy.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I've run out of them. Oh. Um, Billy, listen, what he's trying to tell you is he's a fan of your team and a fan of the Chargers yeah. right up until you play the Dolphins, okay? <laughs> and then he's no longer a fan of yours. That's not uh, true. I'll always be a fan of Austin. No, we'll always be. I appreciate a fan. that, Billy. Has your preparation different on a short week than it is on a
0: normal week, Austin? Uh, you just get one less day of rest. <laughs> right. That's literally it. Like, Jesus we just Christ, don't have. Man. We just don't have, uh, you know, the extra day, which it definitely sucks. Um, But usually by like Thursday of the week, I'm usually feeling back to, you know, a playable feeling, which is why we have Thursday night games. Um, And so, yeah, we'll be we'll be straight. We'll be good. Uh, You feel like this team, your team, this is the best shot you've had at winning a Super Bowl, right? Well, yeah, because last time it was 2018, that was the best shot. Now this is the only next best shot I've had. So. Right, it's, it's just your second shot. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the best shot I've Yes, had, Yes, guarantee. it is. But you feel like this team is Super Bowl ready, right? Like this yeah, team this is- team, yeah, I think our team's legit, you know. Um, this last game was kind of strange. Like, we struggled offensively, turned the ball over, and defense was getting dunked on um, down in the deep part of the field, which was uncharacteristic of our team. Um, but if I look back in the last few Couple games that we played, where our defense is playing, you know, the way that we're expecting them, and we're not turning the ball over. Yeah, we're going to be tough to beat. Uh,
3: how, how would you evaluate? Uh, I love doing this with you because you're so harsh on yourself, and you shouldn't be. You've had 38 touchdowns over the last two years, Austin. <laughs> I know you didn't get the 20. Held my title. Yeah, most but evaluate your, by, you know, you know, by a know, skill I know, player. I know, but you had a great season, buddy. But Pretty evaluate good. your season for us, if you don't mind. Like, how would you? Because remember, Ooh. you didn't
0: score the first three games, okay? <laughs> or the last game. Or the, or the last, last game. game. Right, so yeah, all it's, those it's,
3: touchdowns came in 14 games, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's been up and down. And, you know, like you said, all my touchdowns came in 14 games. We, there's three, four in there um, that I didn't score in, right? And so it's been up and down. Like, my running average has been a thing that we've been talking about, just the run game in general um, with the Chargers. Um, something that I, I'm kind of – not. I'm kind of, I am kind of—I don't know. It's a strange scenario where it's like I have 107 catches, but my average is like, I don't know, six yards a catch, which is not great when you're catching the ball. Like usually I've been around nine or 10. And so it's like, yeah, I caught a lot of balls, but I didn't really do much with it. You know, it was like kind of check downs. It's basically like a, it was like substituting for a run game. This is what it seemed like. Um, I'm definitely proud that I've made it through the entire season on the most carries that and most touches that I've ever had. Um, but, you know, this is – this is a uh, competitor's, you know, just just mindset where it's like, yeah, you, you might have done well on stats, but it's still up and down. You still have so much to get better at and be more consistent at. So, I don't know. I'll give myself a – if I were to grade myself on a scale of A to F, hmm, I'm going to say like either A or B+. plus. Mm. Well,
3: okay, good. Okay, okay. A- okay. A- Austin, good. Okay. Right I'm now. happy thank to you. hear that. I, know, I, 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 awesome. thought,
2: <laughs> I thought for sure it was going to be a D. Yeah. Yeah. I thought with the preamble, we were getting a C-. Yeah. That's all. Like, I'm happy with what you gave yourself. Okay. <laughs> thank you, thank
5: you. Well, Austin, not to make you feel bad, but one of the games you didn't score in, Jaguars game. So now you have mm. a, a little double revenge game situation coming up this weekend. Yeah. You definitely. have to get two.
0: Mmm. Yeah. Yeah, they uh,
5: they pretty much put me in a box and I could not get out.
0: You want to guarantee a touchdown right now? (laughs) I mean, if I ever need to guarantee one, it's this week. (laughs) Uh, You want to guarantee a Super Bowl right now, or what? uh, (laughs)
3: uh, (laughs) Let's do it for fun. uh, Who gives a shit? No (laughs) one. Take one week at a time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I want to see your ring on that finger. By the mm. way, if there's a parade in L.A., uh, any way we can jump on the float with you? What do you think? I'll come out for that. Hey,
0: I know you, you said you were on there with Tom Brady and stuff like that. You know, yeah. that, I mean, I feel like we got to make it happen. You know? Yes. Wow. yes. <laughs> from all Listen, the support from the God bless football community, uh, I feel like uh, we got to show that back.
3: Yes. <laughs> okay, good. The Jets are out of it like they are every year. So you're my <laughs> team there, okay? <laughs> this is yes. it, man. This is it. Me and Mikey, rooting for you. Um, I'm, okay, I'm for a Chargers fan. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got a big week uh, coming up. We'll, we'll be rooting for you. And listen, when Baselli's on, Tony Baselli, Hall Fame tackle for the Jaguars, I'll probably tell him I'm rooting for the Jaguars. Yeah. But that's between us, okay? I'm really rooting for you. I'm okay? oh, so, really good,
0: man. Hey, it's gonna well, be a Tony ain't gonna <laughs> put me on a parade
3: float. You are so. I
0: mean, I <laughs> uh, appreciate you guys, man. Um, uh, On the way out here. So tell
3: us about the app. How's it doing? The fantasy show? Anything you want to promote here? I know you got a big week. Yeah, I want to get really you just here.
0: experience right now. It's been incredible. I've been doing a bunch of different um, engagements and the feedback that I'm getting from the engagements is actually what's really stood out to me. Um, just people writing reviews, people, you know, just commenting me, DMing me and saying how much this m- meant to their son or their daughter or, or to their friend or to themselves. And, you know, just the encouragement that I've gave, given out throughout the you know past year is really helped a lot of people. I had someone that you know sent me a, a letter in, in his jersey that I'm signing for him, talking about how he's he was in a dark place and really shifted towards something uplifting and something positive for himself. And has been consistently growing with the growth mindset that I talk about, being the best version of yourself. And so, just that's exactly what it is, man. That's why I created experiences. That's because like we have fans, we want to engage and I want to engage as well, but it's under the right circumstances where it's a little bit more controlled and safe for me. And now I'm able to give access in ways that I want to. And so it's been perfect. And I, I see this being really a part of, of any person with you know um, any type of fan base or community built around them, because it allows you to give a menu of interactions that you're willing to do, which is way more impactful than like a brand deal or anything like that, because now you're getting the value directly from from yourself and giving that to um, your fans. So it's been going well. So yeah, definitely check us out, experience.net. Um, or check us out in the app store as well. So uh,
3: Austin, awesome. yeah. just real quick, uh, is it a year to year thing with you? Like, do you do you reevaluate where you're at in your career and how your body feels after every season, or you're going forward for a couple of more years? You already
0: know that year after year, man. Really, you know, this league, this league is is one at a time. Um, it's funny. I was talking to Antonio Gates, and he was like, "Man." I'm He's was like, when I was your age, he was like, man, I was like, okay, like man, two or three more and then I'm done. And then he get to two or three more and then he'd be like, all right, two or three more. And then he ended up playing 16 years, you know? And so I'm just finishing year six and I'm in that same mindset where it's like, okay, a few more years, we'll see how we feel, you know, like, you know, two, three, you know, and then we'll see how we feel after that. And so it's, it's definitely kicking in. Cause you know, I'm 27 years old, which as a running back um, is getting up there, um, but still got a few few more good years to score a bunch more touchdowns
3: you'd be a great head coach man
0: you would never do it right but you'd be way a great too much coach. time commitment <laughs> really right you're <laughs> like hey when I'm, when I'm out i'm out that's it <laughs> when I, I won't be totally out i'll be around somehow but it just won't be in the coaching side that's for sure
3: Okay, uh, hey, good luck this weekend. Uh, we'll be rooting for you. Maybe Billy will be there. He Maybe probably I'll won't. see you there. Yeah, uh, he probably will. Right,
0: right, right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> By the way, uh, I'm, hey, I'm going to a music festival. I know you're busy. You got playoff games, okay? Oh, but I'm going Here to see go. the uh, I'm going to see the Grateful Dead in Mexico, uh, and so dude. I'm still waiting after the season. A little Althea for us, okay? righty, <laughs> all right all right man well good luck this weekend uh thanks, we want to be on a parade float with you okay awesome let's do it man week let's go week. win a championship like i'm part of the team all right let's go chargers <laughs> we'll see you guys thanks austin. see you austin good luck this weekend man. thank you
1: mypatriotsupply.com